Welcome, listener. I'm Lindsay. I'm Lacey. Sister. Sister. Let's, let's go do some thriftering. Thriftering and sistering. Oh, no, I said it. What have you done to me? <laughs> Damn it. Sucker. <laughs> In a world where podcasting is the only thing that matters, two sisters who have very little reselling experience decide to make a podcast about reselling. Who will step forward with reselling tips and interviews with some of the greatest resellers the world has ever seen? We are the Thrifter Sisters. Welcome back, listener. I missed you. Missed you too. You know, it feels like I haven't talked to you in a long time because we are recording this uh, the day before it comes out. And (laughs) so it feels like I haven't... We've got our shit together. I always feel like you're just right there on the other side of my screen when we're recording. And it's been a while since we've recorded. And we really just push this one straight up to the limit. Push it to the limit. I don't like it. I don't like that I have so no no fuck ups. I do not have time to edit this no, thing. Mm-mm. We got to put it out raw. We're gonna roll gold. Roll gold. Okay. Well, let's get into it today. We are going to do what's selling on Poshmark today. Um, for between $100 and $250, I'm going to cover some boots, and Lacey is covering... Jackets. 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 Um, Lacey, why don't you give them some calls to action real quick? Okay. Well, um, you know, ways to help out our podcast is to... Well, you could also join our Patreon. Um, it's a $5 a month fee, and you get bonus content of reselling info and... Possible um, interviews with people? No. Do you even know what we're doing? Okay. No, I don't. Okay. Just couldn't. Okay. For $5 a month, you will get access to three to... (laughs) I'm just messing you up. Three to four (laughs) bonus episodes a month. One of those episodes will be a wealth of knowledge. Nope. Well of knowledge. Well of knowledge. And that'll... talk about a bunch of random shit. Yeah. It'll be a real grab bag episode. (laughs) It could be about anything and everything. It will most likely not be reseller related. But all the other episodes every month will be reseller related. There will not be interviews. All the interviews are going to be over on the free podcast, free feed for Evs. There may be like a special thing here and there where we put, but for the most part, all of our interviews are going to stay on the free feed. So you will not lose access to all the amazing resellers that we love and know to talk to. Um, You will get access. I'm going to give away to everybody that joins the Patreon. I'm going to give away my consignment spreadsheet. You get the consignment spreadsheet and you You get get one. Everyone, Um, look under your chairs. Yeah, it's there. (laughs) Now you got to pay a whole shit ton of taxes on it and you're going to be like, oh, I can't afford this and you're going to have to give it back to me. So, (laughs) sorry. It's going to be real great. Um, That is not ready yet. The Patreon may, I'm I'm not I may launch the Patreon before the consignment spreadsheet, but everybody will get access to that at some point. Um, I'll probably just post it in the Patreon is probably what I'll do. You'll be added to our close friends on Instagram. And every month we are going to do a mastermind phone call. That's what I meant. Oh, okay. And sometimes we will bring other resellers in to lead that phone call. Um, But it will be a mastermind phone call with us and then the other people that are in the Patreon. So listen, it is content, high quality, 
information for $5 a month. You're getting a lot. It's a And it's, a lot of laughs. A lot. And who likes to have some fun? <laughs> I do. All right. What you what most of you probably don't realize is we are quoting Seinfeld <laughs> about 75% of the time when we we record. Working on borrowed time and borrowed material. That is not a quote from Seinfeld, but we It are, is a borrowed line. It is a borrowed line <laughs> from some, one of my friends. Okay. And then um, other free ways. Lacey, why don't you tell them the free ways they can support Oh, sure. Show? You can um, engage with the Thrifter Sisters content on Instagram at Thrifter Sisters Pod. Um, Lindsay does most of the content, well, all of the content, and every mm-hmm. now and then I pop into the background. I do 100% of the content, and then sometime when she's around, I include her in the videos, Correct. which we did one today. Um, and then you can also go into um, our podcast and leave us a review. Uh, and that really does help spread the well of knowledge about mm-hmm. our podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the algorithm likes it when you guys leave us um, feed, uh, uh, comments over there. So, yeah, definitely that that definitely helps us out. And, and speaking of comments, uh, reviews, I wanted to read you guys, with permission from the person who wrote this to me, I wanted to read you guys a DM I got yesterday. I sent it to you. you yeah, read, you, you did. read it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is from my Instagram friend, Dallas. She is the adventurous heart on Instagram. And she sent me, like her and I chit chat back and forth, you know, back and forth here and there every once in a while. And I um, I received this just, just the most validating, sweetest, <laughs> fill my cup up message from her yesterday. And I asked her if I could read it. And she was like, Absolutely. She didn't say that. She doesn't cuss like I do, like a trucker. But what she did say is like, I just want you guys to know how fruitful you guys' podcast has been for me. I've listened to every episode since you guys started, and I've gone from making maybe $50 a week to making close to $1,000 a week. It's been such a journey, but I've learned so much from you guys and the people you have on the show. It also gave me the courage to try eBay, and I'm so glad I did eBay is officially where most of my sales are coming from. What? That's amazing. So that's also a shout out to Liz who did yeah. our um, eBay episode. So thank you so much, Dallas. So Dallas, like we're going to require a cut of that if we're helping you make the sales. <laughs> um, so you can just like give us like 20%. Thanks. No. 10%? Ignore, 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 ignore. <laughs> but anyway. No, we're very proud of you, Dallas. That's awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. And, um, you know, I do get messages. It still blows my mind that, like, we're helping people. Um, I do get messages. <laughs> I mean, not that I don't want – I want to help you, but I don't feel like I'm capable quite right, yet. Right, right, um, But apparently we're doing something right. Um, but it's mostly the geniuses that we have on that we interview. I think true. they're the ones that are spouting out all the smart shit. It's true. But I'm going to tell you – I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm going to release some – information. Today is August 23rd. It's my birthday eve. Is that what you're going to talk about? It's Lacey's Lacey's birthday eve. Tomorrow's the first day of school. Our kids are finally getting back to school. And um, instead of being able to get back to work, we have to go and celebrate Lacey's birthday. It's going to be great. We're going to go get manicures (laughs) and go have lunch. And it's going to be like sisters on the road edition or something. (laughs) It will not be reseller related. Okay. We're going to a really cute little restaurant here in town. Um, what was it? Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you something, listener. I'm what gonna, is it? Breaking news. Do, 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 do. Thank you. Thank you for that, for that build up. It is August 23rd. So there's still what, seven days left? Is there eight days in, left? How many days are in August? 30, 31. So we still have eight days left. I just hit $5,100 in gross sales on, uh, not on Poshmark, on uh, selling overall. That's my mind exploding. You guys, that's very exciting. so. You know what? I 
becoming one of those people that can help people <laughs> because I just and you know what it's this isn't like um an out of the blue situation it's I started I did three thousand in June I did four thousand in July and I just hit five thousand now that's gross that's not like profit you know that and I remember I am paying up for these things but I am. Make, but my profit is also the highest it's ever been this month too. So I just wanted to share that with you because it can be done. It, you know, it gives me some credibility. Because <laughs> <laughs> after a year and a half of doing this, or a year, whatever, you finally get some credibility. <laughs> Listen, I, I keep telling my husband, I'm like, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. He's like, yes, please keep doing it. Like do it more and bigger. I'm like, well, then give me the time I need to work, yes, sir. Yes. Okay. Enough said on that one. <laughs> all right. Well, that is it. That's all for the jibber jabber that we, we, um, jabberwocky. Yeah. It's all the jabberwocky we need for the start of the show. <laughs> okay. Let's get going into the thriftering, sistering, multiverse today. <laughs> okay. All right. So Lacey, why don't you get started on jackets? Okay. So we decided to focus on some brands. Um, so right, first of all, there was quite a misunderstanding of the assignment, um, Lacey took one interpretation of the assignment. I gave the assignment. She took one interpretation of the assignment, and she actually did better with the assignment <laughs> than I did. <clears throat> I don't know if I did better. I just got like a little more in depth on info. Yeah, I and which we have done that in the past on these what's selling. Well, you have, and then I didn't. So like I'm, I was like, oh, oh I'm going to do better. We just we haven't done one of these. We in haven't. such a long time. We we're going to do one like one a month, and we kind of fell off. Right. With that. Oh, you know what we didn't say. This is going to be the last one yes. of these on the free feed. We are going to move the what's selling. We will. We may not do it every single month, just depending on if we have other cool, badass, ill topics to talk about. Right, right, right. Um, but either every month or every other month, we're going to do a what's selling on Poshmark episode because that is like on the Patreon. On the Patreon, yeah. Is these are these you know all the ones that are already on the free feed they'll stay, but um, from going forward when we make new of these, these will be on the Patreon and. It, it blows my mind, but these are like some of the most popular episodes that we've done when we do these, what's selling on Poshmark? But I get it because that's relevant to people as they're selling right now. They're like, oh, well, these people are going to, these ladies got it together and they're going to tell me what's selling for what, like right now. I know, I know, but I don't want to spoil it, the, 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 um, how good, how many, how people enjoy this up, this type of episode. I don't want to ruin this for all of us, but they can just look that up themselves. <laughs> but they don't have to if we tell them. <laughs> So there you go. That's why it's a hot tip. Yeah, yeah. You guys really like this this when we create these. So we're giving it to you one more time for free, and then you gotta you gotta pay us. Hit me, baby, one more time. All right, okay, go. So um, the two brands I focused on because um, they popped up first in my feed when I just put in jackets, and then um, hundred to two hundred and fifty. I even went two fifty to above as well, just to see. Um, and I like this because it's kind of a sh- throwback to uh, when we had Donica from Canada on. She kept talking about this brand. Shout out. Um, Acne Studios, who I had heard of it, but I had never really looked into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Same. So I chose to dive into that one, Acne Studios. Um, and this is what I found out. Um, Acne Studios is a Stockholm-based fashion house with a multidisciplinary approach. 
through founder and creative director Johnny Johansson's interest in photography, art, architecture, and contemporary culture, an alternative path has been found, tuning Acne Studio, turning Acne Studios into a well-respected creator of ready-to-wear magazines, furniture, books, and exhibitions. The collections are defined by Johnny Johansson's signature juxtaposing design and attention to detail with an emphasis on tailoring and eclectic use of materials and custom-developed fabrics. The collection covers men's and women's ready-to-wear footwear, accessories, and denim. All right, wait. Since you clearly just cut and pasted all that, would you like to, um, what's the word when you, um, like a bibliography, not a bibliography. Of where I got from? Oh, just their straight website. Okay. It's from the Acne Studios website, word for Okay, well, there you go. We have given, um, uh, what's the word? Credit. Credit where credit is due. (laughs) Y'all, I'm still getting on, I'm the tail, like, you know my brain is mush anyway, and I'm at the tail end of this cold that took down my whole family and got me last. Yeah, it came for you last. It got me last. I thought I was in the clear. (laughs) Nope. Got me. (laughs) And I I forgot to take my uh, Mucinex today, so. Oh, that's great. Extra mucus. I could have used some Mucinex or some Sudafed because it's like an upper, you know? Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. It would have been like a little shot of... Uh-huh. You know? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so also from the website, it said the founders were Johnny Johansson, which I really like to say. And um, I know. It's like Johnny Johnson. Yeah. D. James. <laughs> um, this next one. Oof. Bear with me. Jesper Kuthuft? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I right. think. Um, it was, and this company was established in 1996. And a fun, interesting fact about Acne Studios is that it is one of the brands of tuxedos notoriously worn by the James Bond. Oh, nice. Um, so what I saw... Uh, were a bunch of dark colors. Um, I think that t- tends to be very common in like luxury. Uh, a lot of black, you know. Well, like more of a minimalist. Look. Yeah, not always. Obviously. No, no, because you get into I like mean, those boots that you just got. The, were they Gucci boots? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Those were um, Louboutin. Yeah, the crazy colors, graffiti. So, yeah. Um, so but Gucci, Gucci can have some. You know, Gucci has like their staple look, which is like a kind of a preppy look. Yeah, yeah. But then they also have like some crazy designs on things sometimes, which I like. Yeah, it's fun. I wouldn't wear it. No, same. Okay. But I like to look at it. I do. <laughs> um, so what I saw as far as styles right off the bat was there was a lot of faux fur, a lot of trenches, um, a lot of moto and bomber jackets as well. Um, the top one that popped up on the search was a black suede fringe jacket. So it was just all black suede with fringes, like on big fringe that hung probably about three, four inches down on the arms, uh, four button closure, rather simple, minimalist looking, uh, it sold for $123 and it was valued at 995. Um, and then the next one, I don't know if this is correct or if it was a typo, it looks funny. Top end, I N D fray denim jacket that sold for 150 and it was just a light wash, kind of a Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club vibe, no collar, double breasted pocket, six button closure, slight distress look like throughout. Hey, question that, um, that, that description of the kind of Sergeant Pepper's Lonely mm-hmm. Hearts vibe, was that written in the description or did no. you just look at that? And that was like, that's the what vibe? I saw. Oh, nice. Yeah. I like, I like that your brain works that way. Cause it kind of had like t- coattails in the back and uh-huh. that's just what it looked like. Um, I mean, I can, I totally know what you mean when you say that. Right. So, okay. Hence the writing. Yeah, it's good. Good, <laughs> good descriptors. Um, so, and that one sold for 150 It did not have the value on it of what it was originally listed as, like in retail. Um, and the next one I saw was an Acne Studio leather bomber jacket, sold for 225 just black leather, unique high-low fit, moto-style jacket. It was like low in the front and high in the rear, which is kind of the opposite of what I would expect. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was cool again. Um, and then... 
I popped on down to the next brand, which was Free People, and I went to their site to get info on Free People. Boring. Yeah. You know, but I didn't know this. So this is just their little backstory, which I thought was kind of interesting. But I will say, I'm just so over Free People. Yeah, I know. But I will say, I do love some of their jackets. I love looking at their stuff. I really do. Um, I just love like their colors and I, their... I, I don't want to wear any of their clothes. I'm just over it. But well, there's a reason and I'll tell you why. Okay. Read further. But, I, but I love their jackets. Um, so back in the 1970s, a young man named Dick Hayne planted a seed in the maze of streets and trees that make up West Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. That's would you really like, would you like to give credit where this is from now? I just said it's from their website. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to zip it for once. <laughs> Not uh, likely. <laughs> <laughs> he opened a store and called it Free People. Free People nurtured the young people who lived there and shopped there, who looked for a little of their own freedom in the clothes they wore. As Dick's store grew from one to two, the name was changed from pre- Free People to Urban Outfitters. I did not know that. What? Yeah. In time, his wife Meg came <laughs> to tend Urban's private label division, which supported product exclusive to Urban Outfitters. Demand was almost immediate, and to meet his overwhelming needs, she and Dick decided to create a wholesale line. It was a very well received, so much so that Dick separated the business. For a while, the wholesale line took on many personalities, Bulldog, Cote, I think, Cooperative, Anthropology. And then in 1984, a new life was breathed into the name Free People, and that's us. During 2001, we realized that it was really free people that invoked some of our favorite images, those of femininity, courage, and spirit, and it was time to get back to our roots. Free People shed its junior image and evolved into a more mature contemporary brand. This allowed 20-something women to appreciate the line of clothing that catered to their intelligence, creativity, and individuality with keeping within its uh, great quality and affordability. Um, Listener, are you still there? Would you listen? Stop it. I mean, it's interesting, but it's... Long. But listen, this is why you don't want to wear their stuff anymore. And okay. that's just who we wanted to reach, a 26-year-old girl. By the way, she's a woman at that point. Thank you very much. Yeah, come on. Smart, creative, confident, and comfortable in all aspects of her being free and adventurous, sweet to tough to tomboy to romantic, a girl who likes to keep busy and push life to its limits. Limit! Limit! <laughs> With traveling and hanging out and everything in between, who can't resist petting any dog that passes her on the street. Okay. That's, that's a little specific. That's... Accurate, but ridiculously specific. I don't like it. You're quite, you're building, you're painting quite a brushstroke there. That's their point. Today we draw design, sew, and buy for her. We offer a countless option, countless options within our free people collection so that even if she takes her best pal shopping, they won't come out looking all alike. I think we can skip the rest. Okay. Um, So, but I had no idea. I didn't know that that was Urban Outfitters and also Sister to Anthropology. Like, I had no idea. But it kind of goes back to the whole, uh, when I watched that documentary on Victoria's Secret and then found out that that guy who started Victoria's Secret is like the start of all fast fashion and he pretty much owned and created every brand in the mall for like a long time. He's just sitting around. With flames all around him, <laughs> rolling around in his big ass pile of money right now. Well, then he also had all these ties to Jeffrey Epstein. Of course, which he did. Felt right, like ugh. Bleh. Okay, so what I saw on here was again more moto jackets. Um, Free people is really focusing right now on a lot of dramatic long jackets, dusters, a lot of bold colors, also mixed in with some minimalist, but mostly bold. Um, tons of faux fur seems to be really happening right now. Uh, a lot of green. Hoods, quilted jackets, Sherpa jackets, midi to ankle length, very oversized, a lot of flowy, bohemian looking. Uh, what top popped up top? Very Penny Lane looking. Yes, mm-hmm. there was a lot of Penny Lane in there. Okay, um, I have have I have a Penny Lane 
looking vintage coat and that has been sitting in my closet forever. You should list it. No, it's listed in my closet. Oh, I thought you meant like in your closet, like just sitting no, there. No, no, it's a consignment piece. I'm not lowering the price on it because it's gorgeous. And you have Penny Lane in the listing of it? Uh, of course I do. Okay, good girl. I'm a, I'm a $5,000 reseller. That's right, you are. <laughs> Gosh darn it to hag and back. Um, so what popped up first on my search was what was called the One Scout jacket. It was new with tags. It sold for $128. It said it's the bunny color, which was a very small, checkered, almost herringbone, maroon and white pattern, oversized, very large button, uh, really large oversized collar. That seems to be very in right now. The tags on it were 90s bohemian summer. So I guess it's a lightweight jacket is what I'm guessing. Uh, the next one was We the Free, um, which is also a free people. It was the Cardi plaid, which I think is supposed to be like Cardi B, because it was uh, a fake faux fur shaggy coat, and it sold for $398, and it was valued at close to $700. And it was, like, was a pink, gold, cream, black, very large plaid print pattern on it. Um, it was ankle length. It was super, super extra shaggy, oversized collar, very fluffy, really large buttons as well. Um, the third one that popped up on there was what was called the Farah military jacket and it sold for 220 new with tags. It was valued at around, um, 300. It was army green ankle length, dramatic, extra fluffy faux fur hood. There we go again, uh, trim. And it had like these giant patchwork looking pockets throughout, um, like in different colors, no, just a darker green. It was very okay. military looking. Oh, okay. The Farah military. Yeah. And that is what I found. Okay. It was, it was fun to do. I've never done anything but dresses and shoes. Mm -hmm. So it was fun to dive into jackets. Dude, I love jackets. Like my wardrobe, I mean, I, it's such garbage right now. I haven't bought anything mu much in the past few years. But I, the thing I spend money on are shoes and jackets. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. All my other stuff is, you know, Target stuff. <laughs> yeah. I even have a Target thing that I got at Goodwill because it was so cute. <laughs> I have an Old Navy zip-up. That I got at Goodwill. <laughs> I mean, if it's cute, hoodie. I'm going to wear it. I don't really like it that much anymore, though. But anyway. Okay. Take it away, sister. All right. Well, that was good. That was really – that was – Um, I don't I don't have information. As, so maybe we should just end the episode now. Cause, okay. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Sister. Oh. <laughs> no, no, you're not. I'll dare you. Okay. <laughs> Well, that was good. That was informative. I the, do just you know. I that's not what you're about to get from about me. About to get real Bueller up in here. <laughs> I found some shoes. Do you like shoes? <laughs> um, before we get started, and listen, I'm not talking to you, listener, because you are a down bitch, and you would never do this. I know you wouldn't, because the people that do this drive me bonker balls. When you go into search, let's say, let's just say free people. And then you see all these listings popping up of different brands. And you're like, why is this listing? Mm -hmm. up? And then that's what makes us mad thinking like Poshmark's broken, the algorithm's broken, the search function's broken. No, you go into that yep. listing. That's exactly what you're going to say. And down like somewhere with it, they're like free people inspired or like, like I put tags down at the bottom yeah. of mine, but mine are like generic words like party, cocktail, formal, wedding. You know, they put in like name brands. Like I've seen so many And they list like 50 to 100 name brands. I mean, I've seen a, a range. That is the dumbest shit ever. I am looking for Gucci. I'm not looking for some stupid other brand. I don't care. Exactly. Like, I don't, I don't know why, but I have that written in my notes. I must have been, <laughs> I must have been coming across of that a lot less. I mean, I, I guess kinda, so. I come because I source online. You mm -hmm. know this, so I come across it all the time. But I was getting real 
irritated last night when I was trying to research for this. And I'm like, these are not the brands I'm looking for. Shut up. Stop Quit lying to me. Quit lying to me. Quit lying to yourself. Quit turning this platform into a house of lies. A house of lies. Lies. Okay. I did boots. Let's bits. get some bits. Let's get some bits. <laughs> Mine, this is going to be, I just want to like do it real quick because this is going to be boring. So I did the same thing. I searched what's been selling over the last few days. And then I even like all of this stuff that I'm about to talk about, Um, not only has it sold in the last few days, it's been selling since like the first week of August. Like I'm noticing a lot of sales in this cat in this category. So I wanted to look in specifically at Chelsea boots um, because I like that style. And I wanted to kind of look at maybe some brands that you wouldn't think of specifically as a Chelsea boot. Um, because we all know Doc Martens, we all know Blundstone, like those are two, which go, you know, source those too for sure, because those are I selling don't know the second one you just named. Blendstone? Blendstone? Okay. Yeah, they're they're great. They flip. I've sold two of them. I have another pair I need to list still, but they've they they've sold within a few days of when I've listed those. Good those to know. Yeah, the Blendstone Chelsea boot. If you don't know that, look it up. Um, most of them are listed too high online to source, but it is absolutely something you could come across at the thrift. Um, also, it is something you can find. Um, I think I found mine between 40 and 60 and then made, you know, profit of 50, 60 bucks on each pair and they flip within two days. So that's what I like. I, I'm I'm trying to make profits that are more than 50 or $60 per sell, but I'll get stuff like this. I'll get stuff like docs when I know it's going to flip in just a matter of days and then make me 50 or 60 bucks. Heck yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. Shit. All right. Here's some other brands. Um, a brand, and I've seen this brand before, but I've just never really paid attention to it. Ganny. And I looked up how to I looked on YouTube to see how to spell it. It's G G A N N I, and it's uh, according to YouTube was Ganny, and so in between a hundred and two hundred fifty dollars. Now here's the thing with this: I don't know that the sell through rate is amazing on this brand, so I would definitely take a look at that. It seems like there were quite a few listed, but they have been selling in the past few weeks. So I think you know these could have been all listed for a while, and then like. You know, I'm selling boots right now. Boots are boots are flying right now. So I think this is a brand to look out for in terms of this style, this Chelsea boot. Um, a lot of them had the lug soles, um, a platform. And then in terms of height, you know, you, when you think of a Chelsea boot, it's mostly an ankle boot, but I was seeing them. Can up. you describe what a Chelsea boot is in case somebody out there is like, what the heck oh, is a Chelsea geez, boot? Oh, jeez. I don't know how to describe words. Um, okay. So it's pretty plain. They're usually a pull-on style boot, it's yeah? It's a pull-on style boot. Like just, a stretchy... Would you like me to describe it or do you want to describe it? But you said you didn't know words. I was just <laughs> trying to assist. So yeah, everything Lacey said, it has like a rounded toe. It's a pull-on thing. It has Most of them do have like some sort of stretch on the side, some sort of elasticity that kind of pulls up. Um, they A lot of them right now have like that platform sole or the lug sole, but not always. Like they can definitely be um, a more thin sole. Most of the Chelsea Silhouette boots are a flat or a flat shoe, maybe, you know, a three-quarter inch heel, you know, a block heel that's not, you know, anything big. Now, some of them do have like a thicker, you know, maybe a three-inch heel. You do see that in the Chelsea boot. Um, those typically have laces. Those usually lace up, but not always. But that's the style. Just it's 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 a pretty neutral, right? When yeah. you think it's a pretty neutral. I don't want to say blands because they're super cute. And I really like that style. I don't have any and I should no, I do. I do have one pair. Um, anyway, that's what – anything else you'd no, like to add? 
Okay. They usually have a pull tab on the back usually. Yeah. The Blendstone has a pull tab on the front and the back when you pull it up. Um, Okay. So, and when you think of a Chelsea boot, it's usually ankle, but I did see some um, that were higher than that. So more of like a mid-cut calf height, but still that pull on silhouette. Here's... I, now, don't go looking for this one because this was a, just a one-off and I just wanted to mention it because it is so weird when you go, when I look at comms and stuff online sometimes and I notice there'll be an H&M thing yeah, in there yeah. for like 150 well, One of the last times we did this, remember I had a dress on there that was an H&M that was like $200 or I know, something. It's so bizarre. Yeah. So anyway, there was one that was, um, it was a Chelsea boot. It was an H&M premium selection. It had sold like within the past few days, for $175. And I think I want to say they were white, if I remember correctly. But that was, like like I said, that was not the norm. Um, but I did see quite a few in the past few weeks of the Scanny brand between $159 and $250. And Lacey went and looked up higher on hers. I did on some of my stuff, but I didn't for the that Ganny brand. Um, but anyway, that that I feel like I'm going to start – I didn't really, that brand wasn't on my radar. I'm going to keep an eye out on that um, when sourcing online to see if I can get some below $100. Um, I probably, because some of them were selling around $150, $159, I would definitely not spend more than $100. And I would, I probably would want to spend $75 and under. Um, So yeah, just one to keep an eye out on. And who knows, maybe it could be something you come across at a thrift or consignment store. You could maybe find them there. Here is one that we all know, um, but a particular style of, it's a, it's kind of a style of a Chelsea boot. The Sorrels, it's the Joan of Arctic Wedge. Um, I actually sold two of these last winter season and they went quick. They flipped really quickly. I bought them in a bundle and then, you know, sold them separately. Um, they, so it kind of has, they're a pull on, oh gosh, are they a pull on style? They might be lace up. Hmm. What is it? I can look it up while you're talking. The Sorrel Joan of Arctic. Okay. So we all know the Sorrel brand. It's a really great um, outdoor winter gear shoe brand. I mean, I think they have other stuff too, but like we all know those shoes. Um, I've owned several pairs of those. Um, but the particular style Joan of Arctic, it has a wedge. It's like a covered wedge though. Um, and it's, it is a winter boot. And uh, these, I noticed last year these were selling for a good amount. And then just from what I'm seeing in the last few weeks, they're also selling for a good amount. I was seeing comps on those ranging anywhere from, okay, Lacey just pulled it up. Yeah, they are lace on. They are lace up. But they have like that Chelsea look mm-hmm. about them. And those she just pulled up, they have a lug sole on them. Um, it, it just has a Chelsea boot vibe vibe to it. They are lace up. They're well insulated. They're waterproof. And then I was seeing them between 75 and 190. Now, the reason I specifically wanted to talk about these is because, like I said, I noticed last year they they have a really good sell-through rate. They sell a lot. Those sell a lot. They're selling a lot right now, like just since August. Like I really noticed there's a ton of them getting sold daily. So it just, and, and, and they do have there's some variety. I can't really describe it and you'd have to like look at them, but there's some variety within the style of that particular style, Joan of Arctic, just in terms of like mixed textures and those typically don't have any like faux fur on them, but there's just like a little bit of stylized difference between the different ones. Um, so some of them go for a little bit more than others. 
but just in terms of how their sell-through rate. And I do feel like it is something you could find at the thrift. I actually, the bundle I bought were from um, the Goodwill online last year. And I feel like you could probably find those on Poshmark. I would not pay more than, you know, I would want to compare to what's been sold in terms of like that stylized look for that particular style. Yeah, because there's all these different, there's like Joan of Arctic 1, Joan of Arctic 2. Yes, yeah. The Joan of Arctic 3, I was looking at those. I was like, ooh, I want that. I like those. Um, (laughs) Because they look like a Chelsea boot. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they do. And I like that. So um, I wouldn't pay more than $40 for them. But you might get lucky and get them for cheaper than that. You might get a used pair for $20. So that is just another one I feel like could absolutely come up um, on the platforms for a low price. Someone that's maybe had them for a few seasons. And you could probably get them for $20, $30, maybe $40. Um, but they did sell, like I said, between 75 and 190. Um, there's also, so that's the Joan of Arctic wedge. There's also, I know I'm talking about Chelsea boots, but there's also the Joan of Arctic boot. And that is more of a mid-calf boot that is absolutely laced up and has faux fur trim around it. That is another one. Absolutely you could find it at the thrift and you absolutely could find it for a low cost on Poshmark and then flip it. It wouldn't be like a huge profit, but you could probably make, I mean, depending on how you find it, you probably make 50 bucks off of those and it, it, there'll be a quick flip. They sell quickly, a good sell-through rate on those. Okay. We're going to switch gears. We're going to move into combat boots, moto boots. So combat moto boots. Anytime you list a boot of that style, um, I always put in like my tags, my keywords down at the bottom, combat boots and moto boots. Usually I put one of those like in the description, just based on the keywords. You know how to use the keywords now. We've taught mm-hmm. you that from Sonia. Shout out, Thanks, Sonia. Sonia. Um, okay. So here is two that I was actually noticing a lot of. And again, both of these are ones you can find at the thrift. You can find at consignment stores and you can find at low prices on Poshmark. When I, when, when I'm, I don't want to, I don't want to make it sound because you know, all I do is source online now. I don't want to make it sound like it's easy. Like every time I pick up my phone, I'm like, oh, ba-boom, ba-boom, ba-bye, bye, 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 bye. <laughs> you have to be, this is where I feel like I've made the biggest shift with my business is I've gotten very specific with my searches, my online searches for inventory. And I've gotten very consistent about doing it throughout the day. And I will pick like each day. And it's just kind of a matter of mood. Like, okay, today, you know what? Today, I want to focus on Louboutins. And I'll like just consistently be checking Louboutins under the Justins. Um, today, like last night, I got in bed. I got a pair of old Gringos last night and a pair of, yeah, after I after you and I said our goodnights and I went upstairs and got in bed, I sourced a pair of old Gringos and a pair of Golden Goose. Very exciting. Um, and what's so cool that, you know, I've been really doing this consistently now and I'm seeing what flips fastest for me. I've learned, okay, I know now, do not pay more than this for this style of shoe. And so it's really cool, like doing this consistently for three months, how I'm able to use the information over the course of this last 90 days and really get even more specific about what I'm searching online. So I know like the the thought of like paying up and starting the online sourcing. I know, I know, I know, because I've been there. I know how it feels. It is so overwhelming because it's just like, where do I start? Where do I yeah. it? Just getting as specific as I have and just being consistent, I've just gotten to this place where I can just pick out two brands and I can lay in bed and I can look through Golden Goose and I can look through Old Gringos 
and boom, boom, boom. I got two last night. Like amazing. So it isn't hard to do. It is just takes consistency and specificity. I That's my opinion. Anyway. And sticking to it. And it's not like every single time I get on, I find something. There's absolutely times throughout the day. There may even be a day where like I'm trying to make a point to source to make sure I get something every single day. But if I can't find anything that's good within the price I'm willing to pay, I'm not going to panic buy something because I'll find something tomorrow. So if you're trying to make that switch, that flip to really where the high, like Lacey's doing it right now. She's I doing am. it. I just purchased my yeah. first pair of Gucci shoes. Yeah. And from she showed me the listing and they look good from the listing. We'll see when they get here. Um, but yeah, it just, it just takes doing it and learning the merchandise, learning the inventory and learning your process, how you're going to search it. Okay. Which on the Patreon I did, I've already recorded a whole episode on how I search my designer stuff. That's right. That's right. I think it's going to be our first episode we release. That's worth $5 alone. Just to be clear, that ep- the Patreon's not out yet. We're, work- we're working on it. I'm trying to learn how to launch it. I'm Stop pressuring on it. us. Yeah. Leave- <laughs> Come on, man. I'm doing my best. Doing my best. Back okay, up, man. So you're too close, dude. I just went off, man. That was a whole side road. I wasn't planning on going down. Let's get back on track. Combo Moto Boots. Um, two brands. One that I've absolutely sourced and sold um, a lot of. And I, ha- I haven't this year. I'm not focusing on it this year because I'm focusing. I'm focusing on stuff that's even higher price than this now. But last year they did really well for me. Is Fry Boots. Mm-hmm. So don't don't compromise your price on those Fry Boots. Mom gave you because no, I am not. That'll be you'll be able to get a good amount of money for those. Um, so Fry Boots, particularly the harness boots that have a. It's a very small portion of the boot, but like a square, a small square toe. But that is not to say the rounded toe boots. Like I've I've sold all styles of fry boot, but there's this one that looks just more of like a moto boot, mm-hmm. a biker boot, and not not a combat boot, but like and a not biker like a western boot. Yeah, and it's just it's just a solid looking mid calf boot. It has a short stacked heel, um, a square toe, and then it has like this really thick harness around it with like this um, you know circle harness ring that attaches the harnesses, and those do well. Those do well. If you can, and you can absolutely find those um, undervalued on Poshmark for sure and buy those and flip them. So that is just one to take a look at. Um, and, but Fryboot in general too, like ab- that is just one that I've noticed from last season. And when I was just looking today does have a good sell through rate. Yeah. Um, and I've had great su- success with that style and brand. Um, but definitely look at not all fry boots do well. You have to look at the style, but that's a really great brand. People know it. There's that brand recognition. It's a well-made boot. They hold up. People like them. They're comfortable. So that's one to look at. And here's one that I had not even thought of this brand of shoes since I was probably in high school or college, which was a very long <laughs> time ago, people. Timberland. Do you remember oh, Timberland? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I saw a bunch in Texas at the thrift. When I was at Plato's Closet, but they were priced super high. Uh, I was like, I'm going to grab some, but they were like so expensive. <laughs> well, I was – so these are like more of like that work boot look. Mm-hmm. I mean, I searched combat boot and they popped up, which is fine because they have a combat-ish, but mm-hmm. it does look more of like a um, – Combat a, work boot. 
a work <laughs> boot for sure. I saw some hot pink ones, the Play-Dohs. They were oh, awesome. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, I was I was seeing not a ton. I was definitely seeing way more fry, but I was definitely seeing um, a lot of Timberlands that I have sold recently. And so it's just like that ankle boot, that kind of work boot look, lace up. And they were selling in the $150 range. I was like, what the? Yeah. What? I mean, I guess it's that Y2K 90s yep, yep. thing. Because, man, we I don't think I ever had some, but those were a thing back then. Also a Seinfeld reference. Which one? The episode where George won't stop wearing the Timberlands. Oh, my God. And then he wears them to that wedding. Because <laughs> you're heightening. Because <laughs> he starts dating this girl. And it gave he's him. He's wearing the Timberlands when he meets her. So she thinks he's taller than he is. Yeah. So it gives him like a good inch or two inches. I can't remember taller in height. And so he, he's like spray paint some black to, to a wedding. <laughs> so good dude Seinfeld holds up y'all yeah it does it's like 20 years old it's so good 25 years old okay um and then also obviously in the combat boot realm there's obviously the Doc Martens like mm-hmm. I've in the past two days flipped just some basic 1460s you know and made a 50 or 60 dollar profit you can find those cheap on Poshmark it's it's again you're not going to find them every time you look but you have to look and you can find them Make sure they're in good condition. That 1460 boot. The ones that I've actually flipped the past few days were um, patent leather. So those one was like, looked like they were in try on condition and and one had scuffs on it. And they both sold for around uh, 136 and 115. So those are absolutely ones you can find for $40 and flip. Lastly, not going to spend a lot of time on this one, but it's something that popped up in my search last night. That you can 100% find for a good price and flip it for over $100, Burberry rain boots. Oh, really? Yeah. I absolutely saw some last night that were selling for $50 and then that same exact style selling for well over $100. Wow. Um, I, I saw a pair that were probably mid-calf height and they sold for 200 They were in great condition, but they sold for $250. Ooh. So Burberry, I mean, it's obviously a high-end brand. It's a designer brand. You're not going to just find it. It's not going to be like, you know, gangbusters at the thrift store. But you can find it on Poshmark. There's a ton of them. Um, so that's just another brand to keep it. And then there were, oh, there was a pair of Burberry studded rain boots. So that actually, it was like a mid-calf rain boot that had more of a combat look to it. Those sold for $425. Wow. That's insane. It's just a shitty rubber rain boot. <laughs> Not to that person. But um, so when I was looking last night, I was absolutely sending offers on some of like these $50 rain boots, trying to get them for like $35. They all got declined. But um, but you could get them for $50 and maybe sell them for around $150, but depending on condition. And some of them, one of the pairs that it was a $50 pair, I sent a $35 offer in. They they were in box still. They had wow. like they had like a little white stain on them that you could either disclose or could poten- potentially get out. But anyway, that's just one that I would never have thought of to no. look for, and I came across it last night. Just a well of knowledge, sister. Yeah, I am a wealth of knowledge. Wealth, wealth. wealth. Okay. Well, I think we did it. I think I bu- did. I think I Bueller the shit out of that. Oh yeah. Okay. It was real Bueller, right now. It really oh. wasn't. That was very informative. I hope so. Okay. Well, listener, I hope you enjoyed. That is going to be our last 
episode on the free feed of What's Selling on Poshmark today. You gotta have join us on the pates. Get us a, whenever I figure out how to. <laughs> I don't know why it's so hard, but I'm gonna get it. Even Madison said that it's just clunky sometimes yeah. and hard to figure out. Yeah, I'm gonna figure it out, but I just am not quite there yet. Kids go to school tomorrow, so it's my birthday tomorrow. We got time. I got. I'm have a. I'm gonna have a not a ton of time because the school day goes by real fast. But I'm gonna. gonna, And I'm. But I'm still gonna have some time. So happy birthday, sister. Thank you. And that's the end of today. One. One sister. Two podcasts. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There. One sister. Two podcasts. (laughs) We actually only have one podcast. We got rid of the other one. We're focusing on this one. All right. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. That was your sole podcast, but it was. But it just took too much time. What? Okay. Here we go. Two sisters. One podcast. Sisters. Thrifters. Sisters. (laughs) Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Thrifter Sisters. Thrifter Sisters is written and recorded by me, Lindsay. And me, Lacey. Produced and edited by Hot Moms of Seaville Productions. Music is written and performed by Mariana Bell. See you next week. Bye. Bye.